Hey everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 117 of What the Dice. 117 episodes, and you know what? I think it's time for me to properly thank my crew. Ethan, who plays Defibulous, Nightland, who plays Kalila, Pixie, who plays Faye, and Keith, who played Clyde. Though Clyde had left us for personal issues, always got a place for him on my table. I might even dust it off once in a while, but nonetheless, I want to thank them for joining me to do this crazy mayhem of a show. It has been a lot of fun, and I've got so much more in my twisted, twisted brain that I want to bring to you guys. And of course, all of this means nothing if you, the listeners, don't listen in. So I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us and listening yeah. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at WhatTheDicePod. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Discord. All of those links and more you can find at WhatTheDice.Weebly.com. Link in the description. Other than that, sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 117 of What The Dice. We walk up to the campsite and we look around. Though it had been raining for multiple days, the campsite has been dried out. Debris from the wind has been cleared away, and the storyteller sits by the fire. Thumbing through the book, he looks up at us with a smile. Well, well, my friends, it seems as if you are back. The storm has long passed and took me some hours, but I cleaned up the place. Please, sit, sit. Last we spoke, the adventurers had to deal with the Rat King. During the battle, there were strange things going about. Bullets not quite piercing. Flames burning flesh, but causing no damage. And here now stands a strange mechanical man. Thanking some man or god named Loki for some fault of blessing. It seems as if the battle has not quite been won. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. So, in the last episode, you guys defeated the Rat King. Or so you thought. As he hit the ground, sparking and all damaged like he stood back up and said something along the lines of, Loki has blessed me. So guess what? He has a second health bar? He has a second health bar. Oh no, cue the Latin music. No. Nope. But there nope, are nope. lyrics in the music now, maybe. <laughs> maybe not Latin, <laughs> but there are lyrics. Yeah, once you go to Latin and that's just... What, what is what is that the the Gregorian monk chanting? Yes, we we have entered Gregorian monk chant battle. I, I feel right. like this is more like you're entering like that cyberpunk techno, like the, the bass dropped. Yeah, 
Beat changed. We've entered a new season. All right, let's go. So, starting at top of round, Defibulous, as this creature stands back up, I want a quick perception check from you. He has no more fur, correct? He has no more fur. Defibulous or the rat? <laughs> <laughs> Valid question. Actually, both. I mean, it hasn't been 24 hours. Defibulous is still beardless, hairless, and eyebrowless. I even made a miniature for it. It was amazing. He did. That's great. 28. With the 28, you notice that both of his hands are pistols. He doesn't have, like, claws or anything like that. His hands have been replaced by tubings and ammo clips and all sorts of fun mechanical bits that are clearly designed to shoot you with. He still has a very mechanical tail. Boo. And apparently lightning didn't work or do much of anything to him. Correct. Well, he was shielded last time, if I remember right. I don't know if he's still shielded. He was shielded? Yeah, because remember when Defibulous was shooting him last time, it would hit him and the bullet damage would disperse a bit. Oh, or he soaked it or something, because the only thing that took him down was the one explosive arrow that I used. Right? He got Yeah, he got knocked down, but then he got back up again. Yeah, but it at least hurt him. Uh, or pissed him off. I'm not sure which. Both are valid. So, Defibulous, what would you like to do? Besides stare at there in awe of this mechanical machine that's about to put bullets in you. Defibulous is uh, figuring out what he's going to do real quick. Didn't this thing come up and swipe at me? It wouldn't have swept at you recently because it has no hands. It went down with a arrow shot, I believe. Oh, he just moved over towards me. Because I know he's right yep. next to me. Yep. I'm going to use rapid shot on him. All right, go for it. Daka, 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 daka. Hey, if I had that type of gun, I'd be... Could you imagine the trouble I'd cause? Wouldn't you have to paint it red? Uh, yes, because red makes it go faster. Mm-hmm. Gives it power. But what'd you roll? Uh, I figure I'm mathing. He had to calculate distance, because distance is important. It is. I rolled a 36. First shot. 36, and that is... A hit. And a 38 with the next run. Hit and a hit. I'm just going to make it really mad really quick. Pop, pop. How are you making it really mad really quick? With two shots or are you adding something else? Uh, I'm just shooting him at the moment. It's not time for a wild shot yet. Yeah, especially with me standing right next to him. Assuming you're calculating damage. Yes. Do you want the da all damage for both shots together? Yeah, that's fine. 44 damage. Okay. Nice. All right. As those bullets clank across the steel, you notice some of them are making purchase, but not all of them are making as much of a purchase as you would like. Kalila, you look at this creature, and it is steaming as its red eyes look at you. It is your round. All right, with this round, Kalila is definitely going to, uh, since it moved up on her and, well, she don't like things that close to her. Oh, wait, I could potentially use the Calamity Dagger. Maybe I finally have an excuse. Ooh. Maybe my plans will change. Ooh. 
What is this calamity dagger and why have I not been informed of it? You were. It's in the uh, Mexi shop. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. Let's say you're the one that okayed it too. Yeah, you approved it. When Dan the GM is on the clock, him and Dan don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the calamity dagger. So it's a random chaos dagger of damage. I would like to point this out that I do not like Mexi right now, but you may continue. <laughs> I just want to confirm I can stab first and move later, right? Yes. All right. You do. So you would have to stab and then take a five foot movement. If you go anything past that, that is like disengaging and it will get a free melee attack. I would also have to switch my bow to my dagger, wouldn't I? I'll let and I. I'll no, let no, 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 no. Follow the rules. No, because technically case? you can you can use a dagger with a bow because it's a one handed, one -handed weapon. It just means the next round, you would have to put it up before you attack, which means you would lose your movement. And I would provoke attack of opportunity if I move more than five feet. Yep. What if I have escape route, which is a feat and or ability where, oh, it's an ally can retreat, not me. Kind of a misleading name, isn't it? Does a uh, attack of opportunity require a reflex saving throw from me? No, it just means I try to hit you. Balls. All right, nope, I'm not going to stab him. I'm going to back up and shoot and stick to my original plan. But before I do, Kalila will call out for Hugin and have Hugin do a tangling attack to try and get him to not move and then shoot at him. So he's, you know, movable target. Makes him easier to hit. So for Hugin... Does a 22 for Hugin hit? It does just barely. Yay! All right, so he is entangled then for one round. Okay. And that being said, Kalila will ten, then, after taking her movement, make her strike. Okay. And I need to call my arrow. This thing is mechanical. I'm not using my last explosive. I'm going to switch to my shark teeth arrow and see if they do any damage to this guy. Alright. 34 to hit. That is a hit. Mathing my damage. Mm-hmm. Takes 16 points of damage and he takes... four points of... well, he can't bleed, but if he could bleed, he would take four points of bleed for six rounds. Okay. He doesn't take necessarily bleed, but you do see oil dripping out of him. How many rounds? Six. I rolled good on that one. Okay. Nice. So the shark tooth makes purchase, but it doesn't go as deep as you would like. Uh, you do. It does look like you hit some kind of line, and you now see oil or some kind of hydraulic fluid dripping out from his side. Defibulous, what's coming out of him? Defibulous, see what's coming out of him. It looks like oil or coolant. It's hard to say. It's uh, a strange colored liquid. I'd say he sprung a leak. Clearly, is it flammable? Hit it with fire? I'll leave that to Faye. <laughs> She's the one getting close to this thing. Faye, you're round. What would you like to do? Well, let's see if it's flammable. Oh, Ethan, don't forget about your little turtle army. Thank you. 
the flames, the, the liquid is indeed flammable. Oh boy, he's on fire now. I don't know, does he catch fire? We already burned off all his fur. The liquid is burning. He's on fire. He's burning. I said he is on fire. I did not say he was burning. Liquid is burning. Uh, in theory, it should follow up into whatever reservoir and continue to burn, right? You don't know. Don't know. We okay. can't apply our science of this knowledge of this world to this. Right, right. Suspension of disbelief. Cool. Um, <laughs> he's facing away from me, yeah? Uh, um, he was facing where Kalila was, so he is facing to the east, more like where Short Round was. Yeah, we can't spin our characters. My what's it action? Because I cast Spark. Okay. So I have I have made my action and a five foot adjustment. I think I'm pretty good at the moment because I don't think I have anything I could do as a bonus. All right, Faye. Since you have gotten in range of melee, this rat is going to swing his tail and try to hit you. Okay. Hold on, let me grab the sheet with the AC on it. All right, go. Well, I am retiring these dice now. That was a nat one. One sec. <laughs> woot woot! You should continue to use those dice for the encounter, sir. Also, all I can hear is with the whole, like, tail rat whipping is whip it. Whip it real good. <laughs> all right, so that was a melee miss? Hold on. There are other things that happen. Hold on. But that was a melee miss. We will confirm that it was a melee miss, but you must wait your turn for the coolness that will happen. Yes. So, with the one that is a natural one, that is a miss. As he swings his tail, you notice that some of the fire goes into the gun mechanism, and his guns are heating up. Uh-oh. Okay, well, he still missed me, so I step. Okay. Step. Pop around. Defibulists. What kind of a shot would it be to hit one of his uh, gun hands? It would be a called shot. Uh, so, so it's... So, minus two. 36. 36 is a hit, my friend. 23 damage to uh, his gun, one of his gun hands. All right. Your bullet hits the barrel of it and sparks off, flying off into a different direction. Kalila and Hugin, you're round. Woot woot. He is technically no longer entangled. The webbing would probably burn up, so Hugin's just going to move around strategically. I am going to take a move phase before attacking, because flanking, maybe? Yes, it's a plus two to your attack. Uh, whoever is in flanking in melee. Do I get a flanking bonus because I'm ranged? Or will the flanking bonus only go to Faye because melee? It's only if two people are in melee combat. That's dumb. Yes, it is. We are going to homebrew this crap. I'm going <laughs> to say that if you are flanking, you are flanking because that makes sense. I'm taking up a flanking position because Kalila is trying to be smart about these things and does not want to get tail whipped as well. And we'll take her wonderful little pot shot since the shark tooth arrows seem to do something. She's going to stick with it. And we'll let loose, hopefully, somewhere into the back of him, surprisingly, and hit. 
Go, go, go. Go, Sharknado. Go, Sharknado. Uh, 30. I just died a little inside. <laughs> that is a hit. Oh, God. Wow. I rolled 17 damage, and then if there is bleed, it is three for four rounds. Instead of adding bleed damage, I will extend the bleed time. <laughs> Faye, you're round. Or is he, you, you said you can move, okay. Faye, yeah. you're round. Okay, I have stepped, so I'm gonna step again, and he's still flanked though, yeah? Yep. yep. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of flash out of sight and then back into sight. I'm just going to stay put. I'm going to take a double swing at him. Okay. No, I'm not. My dice have rolled a two and a four. <laughs> so, I'm going to use Assault Leader. What is this? Assault Leader. Once per day when the rogue misses with an attack on a flanked opponent, she can designate a single ally who is also flanking the target that her attack missed. That ally can make a single melee attack against the opponent as an immediate action. I'm not close enough for melee, though. Yeah, no one is. Can I a shoot five, him? A five-foot adjustment would make you so, and I don't think that that's game-breaking. I would have to be allowed to move five feet. I've already made my movement. Kalila could jump in. All right, so what we'll say is for something like this, it, since Kalila is only five feet away, I will allow, when you use Assault Leader, characters within five feet, if they are five feet past that, they can jump into the square, do the attack, and jump out. So it doesn't really put them into melee danger for next round. So, Kalila, would you like to take this range or uh, melee attack? Free pot shot? Yep. Well, the only dagger I have is Calamity, so it's gonna be a Calamity hit. I'm not used to looking for my melee attack one second. Well, maybe if you hit things more often. Right? Like, seriously, I've been slacking. Uh, 21? And then if I get a flanking bonus, it's a 23? You just, with that flanking bonus, you made it. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna miss. But all right, so let me roll a 1d6, tell you what I got, and read off what the Calamity thing is. Uh, what was the damage for Calamity? All right, so six points of damage, and then let me roll for Calamity Effect. Five. Which is? Target suffers 2d4 necrotic damage. All right, give me the 2d4 on that. Five. Yep. Not bad. And then I leap back into my square. All right, so you got four targets. I need a d4. Do, do, do. Where is my D4? My D4 is in my hand. Kalila. Uh, you did count that pack of angry turtles marching across towards him, right? He's not counting Hugin because Hugin is on the ceiling. Oh, okay. I thought he was on the ground. My bad. No, he's been on the ceiling this entire combat. Kalila. Yes, I am. You the are one staring at the back of this thing's head. All of a sudden, its head turns. 180 degrees and its arms shift. It is now looking at you. That's not normal. Wide-eyed, ears up, cat face of what the? Uh-oh. I have two attacks for you. Of course you do. 
first one. 20. Is a miss. A bullet whizzes by your head and impacts the wall behind you. You could feel the heat off that bullet. I'm gonna hiss back at him for that. 18. Also a miss. Another bullet whizzes by your head and hits the wall behind you, putting another scorch mark in the wall. And he receives a growl, a cat growl. The Fibulous, you're round. So the turtles are going to attack. I don't remember if it's D8 per turtle or just D8. We lump it as one. The damage keeps the same. So basically the less there are, the damage stays the same because I don't want to do that kind of math. Right? They're mystical turtles. The, the angry snapping robotic snapping turtles did five points of damage. Okay. Nom, nom, nom. Go you go. notice that when they bite go. down, the strange rat king doesn't even respond like it is injured. You just hear a bunch of tiny, adorable little tink, 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 tink. <laughs> they will go. nom their way to vengeance for their fallen brother. <laughs> I love them. And Defibulous, uh, can you see where the rat thing is leaking from? Uh, give me a perception check. 32. As you look, you start to notice that there's no more leaking, but the entire body of this unit seems to be glowing with a strange heat to it, like a ember that is uh, slowly burning, that orangey-yellow look. Is he still on fire from Spark? He is still using fire, yes. Okay, so the fuel is still burning inside his system. Uh, you don't know. Hey, guys. What? Um, I don't know how this guy works, but I do understand metal and objects burning on the inside, and he might be overheating. Is he going to explode? Uh, probably with our luck, yes. Duck and cover, got it. Get behind a pillar. In a very catastrophic manner, I'm hoping. Well, not with you guys standing there, because that would be bad, you know. So duck and cover, got it. I don't know how that's going to help, but whatever floats your boat and works. Tephibius is... Is there any... Does Tephibius see any point on him that looks like a good place to shoot him? Nope. He looks like he is... I, I don't know how to explain it. He's kind of like a barrel-chested rat, whereas, and how it looks now is his feet are facing you, but his arms and head are facing Kalila. His torso is kind of like a nondescript shell, um, and he's got the tail that is now facing back still. Look for, do, can I see where his head pivots on? Like how where it turned around at, what have you? Yeah, the neck. I'm gonna see if I can put a bullet in the area where I I'm going to assume where his head pivots and turns on. Okay. And I'll hit it with a nat 20. Okay. Uh, give me your damage. That would be 59 damage. As that bullet strikes exactly where you want to place it, the head drops and just dangles free for but a moment. And then you see small robotic tendrils, kind of like what the snake had when he was typing on the computer. Grip the neck, lift, and put it back down. You see sparks and you see a little bit of smoke as the head is 
re-welded in place. Ooh, that is really amazing. Explain it later. Kill it now. That is really creepy. But but it's a pretty technology item. The fabulous. Examine it when it's dead. Delilah, Hugin, you're round. All right, he said this thing looks like it's going to explode. Whether that's accurate or not, that's the way Kalila interpreted his warnings. Right. So what she's going to do is cast Air Geyser on this. What this does is, hold on, gotta get into the light so I can read. One creature or object up to a large size effect. Blast of air deals 2d6 bludgeoning damage and knocks opponent upwards. There is a reflex saving check for partial damage. So I'm assuming 50% because it doesn't say the percentage. Yeah. Um, it is a DC 15. Okay. Then I rolled a 25. That is a hit. Then he gets blasted up five feet. Is it caster level or the spell level? Caster, caster level. So caster. five times nine, 40 feet. He might hit the ceiling. Um, No, I think that's 45. 45, my bad. Yep, 45. Okay. And then fall damage is 1d6 per 10 feet. Plus the 2d6 of bludgeoning? Yep. 4d6. Yeah. 14 damage for the 4d6. Mm-hmm. And then the 2d6 of bludgeoning is 7 damage. Now he does have a reflex saving throw. I already rolled, I didn't cast it. And while he is being blasted in the air, since I casted that first, I'm getting behind the pillar. <laughs> okay. And I'm summoning Hugin with me. As this thing lands in front of Faye with a massive clang, you notice that its body is glowing just slightly brighter. Faye, what would you like to do? Get out of there. Which if Faye stays by that rat for too long, she will scream at her. Don't make me lasso you out of there. Oh no, the rope starts. Well, that's how I got her out of the cube. Two swings. A 24 and a 7, 18. 24 and an eight. One hit. Which one? Actually, announced the backwards. So that was my offhand. That was the bone knife that hit. Ah, good to know. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, not the bone knife. I didn't knife. have time to change for my usual throw. Okay. Um. I only have one d4, so I have to roll it twice. Is it bad? I just reached for my d4 to hand you one. <laughs> <laughs> Seven damage, and it does two necrotic damage. Okay. Anything else? I'm going to take at least a five-foot adjustment. Because I... How much of my move can I use? Well, um, you'll invoke an... Into, well, he, you probably could move since it's not... He can't attack of opportunity. He was blasted up in the air. Oh, he's prone, isn't he? Is he prone? Did he land on his feet after being blasted up? Was that considered? I thought air bla- geyser knocks him prone at the end. If you, especially if you don't fail, if you fail the reflex, I would imagine you end up on well, your face. Well, then he, she would have been able to hit him twice because I can't imagine the AC would have been his normal AC if he was knocked prone, wouldn't? Actually, 18 still wouldn't have hit. Oh, okay. Oh, hold on. If you are prone, attacks have advantage. 
That means she can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's his AC? Okay. Well, I rolled a 19 plus all the bonuses. I'm pretty sure I hit him because my minimum bonus is plus six. Then yes, you hit. Okay. So that means I get to do damage on the other one. We'll consider uh, each hit. Uh. Okay. Uh, nine damage. Okay. No, just the D4 goes back in the box. Anything else you're going to do before your turn is ended? Uh, we were discussing movement. Mm-hmm. He's prone. Mm-hmm. I can take pretty much full movement, can't I? If you wish. I don't think he could attack, but I'm not the GM. He can technically... He can do ranged attack from prone. Oh. Did you say he started glowing brighter after the mm -hmm. air geyser? After the air geyser hit him, he started glowing brighter. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and move. Uh, over here. So you're gonna move down by the pillar? Yeah, I am out of line of sight, unless out of blast. So. Okay. But I can still get back over to him quick enough if combat does the same. It is the creature's turn. Target lost. Acquiring new target. The creature slowly turns his eyes towards Defibulus. Oh, poor Defibulus! <laughs> He's the only one that stayed in place. Venting heat. Oh. Defibulus, you see those barrels glowing brighter red as it takes two shots at you. First shot, 14. Does not hit. Defibulus, the bullet that flies past you is less like a bullet and more like a mage's fireball as it flies by. If you had hair, it would be singed. Ha ha, I got rid of my hair beforehand. <laughs> Second shot, 31. Yeah, that's it. Ouch. You're taking 11 points of bullet damage and four points of fire damage as this bullet strikes you and you feel all the heat just burn into you and you notice that its body has cooled down that thing's got some range for some heat vents it vented it into its bullets yeah i didn't know that you could do that me i can respect this <laughs> i don't have to like it top of the round defibulous what would you like to do defibulous is muttering some rather unpleasant things in Gnomish at the thing that just shot him. Well, cursing is a free action, so you still have your full abilities. The turtles will hit him for eight points of damage. Okay. Oh, nice. They're so determined. They are doing their best, okay? They are. They're gonna, they, they have earned themselves a fresh new paint job. They are the goodest of boys. They are. They are the goodest. Shelly boys. Yeah, I'm rereading Deadshot because they fire a single shot, but to make as many attack rolls as they can based on the attack, base attack bonus. The way it's translating in my head is whatever my base attack is, I would roll that many times and keep adding dice to it. Oh, it's a deed. Okay. I was looking up something else. Yeah, I'm trying to read this too. It looks like it just doubles your 
damage. Okay, so what I have found, when she makes the attack rolls in order from highest bonus to lowest, as if she were making a full attack, if any of the attack rolls hit the target, the gunslinger's single attack is is considered to have hit. For each additional successful attack roll beyond, the first rolled beyond the first the gunslinger increases the damage of the shot by the base damage dice of the firearm so you have to use you get to roll as many times as your attack bonuses is what it's saying i'm going to continue but i believe that's what it said for instance if a seventh level gunslinger firing a musket hits with both attacks she does 2d12 points of damage with the shot instead of 1d12 points of damage before adding any damage modifiers if one or more rolls are critical threats she confirms the crit once using her highest based attack bonus minus five for each critical threat beyond the first she reduces this penalty by one to a maximum of zero. So I would roll my attack 10 times based on my base attack. And each time you hit, you add an additional die of damage. So say you roll 10 times, then you successfully hit six times, you would roll 6d whatever, and then add your bonus of whatever bonusiness you have. Your bonus does not get multiplied. I like that term, bonusiness. Yeah, your bonusiness. That's what this is saying. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, so it does sound like you roll per attack bonus. Weird. All right, let's uh, see how this works, because this is weird. Yeah, I'm continuing to read to double check while you do that. And then you're supposed to rank them from highest to lowest, right? Yeah. Well, the the highest to lowest was based off of your, like, whatever bonus. I don't think you have to worry about highest to lowest. Okay, yeah. This makes a little more sense then. Okay, cool. 37, 37, 34, 29, 36, 37, 38, which is a cr- that was a crit, and then a 34 and a 28. Hit and hit. So all of them hit. The deed also says, if one or more rolls are critical threats, you confirm the crit once using their highest based attack bonus minus five. Okay. So 26 total then at that point. That's a hit. So you got your crit for the one. Okay. So to determine damage, I roll what? So you successfully shot nine times and successfully hit nine times, correct? Yes. Yep. Then you have, what's your gun's base die damage? Is it a D10, a D12? D10. Then you roll nine D, you said 10? Yes. You roll nine D10, then add your bonuses. They do, your bonuses do not stack. Okay. Um, And then I don't worry about the critical damage then for the crit or no? I am hunting for what that does, if it affects only one of the things, or if it It only affects that one shot. Okay, so that one that's roll your critical damage separate, and then roll 8d10 for the rest of the damage. So you have your crit damage and your non-crit damage. 
That's kind of an insane attack. It is. What's even scarier is you can stack it with rapid shot. That's ridiculous. You only get to add one additional attack roll, and it's a minus two penalty when using rapid shot, but you can get one more blast in there with rapid shot. Um, and you do spend one grit point to use this. Yeah, I, I have one left after this. Sorry for taking so long on this. No, you're good. No, it's a new one, and we got to learn it, too. And I'm continuing to read, and somebody's bringing up that the base attack bonus should have decreased. Like, it's plus six, and then plus six, and then it's like a plus four, and then a plus three, and then a plus two. I, I don't know. It gets into math complicated over nerd ground, and I don't understand that speak. So let's just go with our best guess here. And I'm, like I said, I'm certain our fans are going to correct us in the comments. So <laughs> Yeah, feel free. Educate us, please. Just do it kindly. We don't know what we're doing and we're not. Come on, mathing. Come on. If you know us, we can't even remember how to add our perception. <laughs> All right. <seriously. laughs> so. Yeah, this is amazing. Like, a Defibulous got heat blasted by this rat singing bullets or whatever and then it's just right. like all right mother truckers bam 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 like come on that's gonna be fun um and it's, the damage bonus is just flat not for each dice correct so you roll your dice yes so you have the 8d10 then after it's all said and done and you have that number then you can add the extra damage to the weapon once so if your weapon is 1d10 plus 4, after you do all the 10 damage, you add the plus 4. Okay, that makes sense then. Uh, it comes out to 86 damage. So, do you want the good news, or do you want the bad news? I'll let uh -oh. you decide today. The Fibulous, describe this shot for us. What does it look like? A very angry, gnomish-swearing Defibulous firing off not just hurling insults, but just unloading everything he has into this mean, nasty rat thing that shot him and set him on fire, because that's rude. As the smoke from your barrel slowly dissipates and the, the shrapnel of the bullets raining down on this strange creature slowly clears, it is still standing i'm still standing <laughs> defibulous this thing is dented and full of holes and places and is sparking and leaking oil everywhere its eyes are trained on you even though the eyes are fading in and out kalila hugan your round My mother was a rusted steam engine <laughs> a rusted steam engine <laughs> Dad. Defibular match. All of a sudden, the poor little rat thing just turns around. My mother was a saint. She was a toaster. <laughs> so, Kalila, what are you going to do now that you've seen Defibulous literally just empty a magazine into this thing and it is still standing? Wish I had a way to restore mana points. Bye. Build more pylons. I, I do need more. I spawn more overlords. Do you require more Vespian? <sighs> Apparently, Vespian gas is the equivalent of mana in this game because you never have enough Vespian gas. 
No, my problem is, is I'm running out of spells, and I'm like, I can either shoot him twice or do something cool. There's more oil and everything dripping out of him, right? Yes, he is. Hey, Defibulous. <laughs> if that thing explodes, are you going to get hurt from the explosion? I'm already on fire, so go ahead. I don't want to kill you. Oh, well, there is that threat of possibility of dismemberment death, but yeah, go ahead. You sure? I should ah, be okay. Screw it. Wild shot it is. Swack, swack. Two arrows of wild shot into this oh, guy. Hell. Oh, God. Can we get my wild shot chart up? <laughs> it's that or flaming sphere. Which would you like? I'd do wild shot. Thank you. If everyone just sees her loading, notching those arrows, and goes, ah, oh, shit. It's better than the alternative. I would also like to say I have put in many hours of work and I have written up a what's the dice wild shot chart. Our own custom sheet. Can I have that? <laughs> Not until the season's over. <laughs> then and you I can still have, have like 20 more I gotta write. Uh, Wasn't it gonna be one of our Patreon exclusive things that you could get access yes. to? Like self promote right now, take advantage of. Yes. Yep, so I will be uh, switching this over to a PDF with all the information on how we do our wild shot, as well as a 300 list of uh, the different effects. So I know you're still pulling it up. Yep, I just wanted to confirm a... Hold on, mathing. 26 and 31 for hit. Both hit. Okay, so that way I knew how many things. And it's a D6 roll. It is a D6. All right, first arrow is a five. All right, and then I need a D100. 50. Do you want to do both your wild shots and then me tell you, or do you want me to go one by one? No, 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 both together. My second wild shot is a six. Okay. And I rolled a 93. <laughs> So you can tell me the wonderful epicness of both okay. at the same time. So, what's your damage before I continue? Oh, um, what oh. are they? A standard arrow? Like that, oh. Yeah. Seven damage on the first arrow, two damage on the second arrow. Oh, I forgot my plus sevens, plus 14 on those. My bad. All right. Kalila, as you fire both these arrows in, you hit the mark. Square in the system's uh, main power core. Oh god. The rat goes critical and implodes. <laughs> sending shrapnel all around, but leaving nothing usable. Like it is all just black and shard, and you feel great about it to the point of you f heal 40 points of damage. Sparkly now. <laughs> and then. What seems to f appear out of nowhere is a 12-foot-long table covered in all the finest meats and meads and cheeses and breads you have ever seen. I summoned the With buffet! Did you just summon a hero? I did! I healed and summoned a feast! You have summoned a king's buffet. Table, cutlery, chairs all look like they are ripped out of a storybook castle food looks like it is freshly cooked all the meat is chilled to perfection 
and it is just laid out there. While the rat mechanic thing dies. Yep. In a glorious explosion of shrapnel. Yep. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. <laughs> what in brass bolts did you just do? Wild shot. Don't blame me. And you broke him. I was gonna pull parts out of that. There's at least little parts. Brass bolts. Maybe there's a nice bolt that is still in one piece. Just gives her a very flat look for that. Sorry! Okay, we'll just, like, take a hunk of shrapnel for a souvenir, okay? I'll help you dig through the cool big pile where all the cool little nice rats were stashing everything. I'm gonna eat some food. You should heal, too. Oh yeah, I'm on fire. I forgot. Yeah! <laughs> Water skin ho! Oh, the explosion... Put the fibulas out. Uh, the explosion did kill off the uh, little turtles, too. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, they repair, sense. though. They'll be back. They got their little vengeance bites. So are you guys going to sit down and have a meal? Well, Kalila's fully healed, so yeah. <laughs> She's going to make sure the rest of the room is safe and secure before just haphazardly eating. But yes. As you all sit down to this very decadent meal of meats and cheeses, the camera slowly pans across the table and fades out as this is the end of this episode. Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if the adventurers have finally dealt with this strange creature of metal and man, the Rat King, after multiple shots, multiple arrows, and a barrage of bullets from the young Defibulus was finally taken down by a strange arrow provided by a very strange man, fired from the bow of one. Kalila, healing herself and summoning a king's buffet as a victory. Well, my friends, it seems as if they were able to solve the rat problem of the gods fell. Now, will they be able to find the wind pearl? Well, that tale is for next time. For the moon is high and it is time for us to say farewell. He gives us a wily smirk as he slowly closes the book. Small flicks of lightning course out from the pages as the book fully closes. And as always, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 